Another outside the box. Preparing the challenge power when necessary. Today's topic is more on civil rights officers. In a previous outside the box, I described my testimony for a main legislative bill, LD-1999, an act to require civil rights officers at law enforcement agencies. I know that the distrust and sometimes fear that many in Maine feel toward police. I talked about how we can all challenge illegitimate police power. Here's more of my testimony. Almost no one is a threat. They're only a threat if they feel threatened. For example, armed police officers are trained to see another person doing anything out of the ordinary or non-cooperating in some way as a possible threat. Many of those perceived but not real threats are from those who look or act different. The public would have more trust in police if they believed there was a legitimate reason for someone being stopped, detained, or arrested. Too often, police may be looking for an excuse to stop someone, especially when the driver is not white or not prosperous looking or appearing to be younger or who, quote, looks like a thug, end quote. This last comment was racial profiling as recorded by a Maine State Trooper. The cop culture needs to be completely transformed. It's time the people of Maine stand up to the use of force as a reckless and dangerous first priority for policing because it sows fear and distrust, as well as sometimes causing injury or even death. While I support labor unions, police unions appear to be only on the side of police, even when justice has been denied and or an officer has injured or killed another person and then claims so-called qualified immunity. LD-1999 will, I expect, be resisted by police and especially police unions because it suggests that police are not doing their job well in some cases. But sadly, often they are not. Many police do their jobs well, not using force except as a very last resort and focusing on protecting the public, not intimidating them. But other cops use the opportunity to force their will on those who are not a threat to anyone. This occurs especially in cases of civil rights violations. Police must be given the clear message that some of their experiences and training are ineffective and sometimes illegal violations of civil rights, that those who appear different are not a threat or engaging in the illegal acts. Otherwise, the distrust between police and the public will continue. LD-1999 is not a solution on its own, but it is a sensible first step in changing that relationship to a more trusting one. LD-1999 must include accountability for the information. There needs to be a report from the civil rights officer sent to the Attorney General's office on a regular basis to be compiled on the AG's website. The AG must also have the power to investigate situations based on these reports where civil rights violations may have occurred. 
If law enforcement agencies truly want all of the public to trust them, they will support this bill. I have my doubts because it can take some power away from police to use force whenever they think it's necessary, but I remain hopeful. Committee members, please help the public and police build trust with each other and prevent civil rights violations by supporting LD 1999. That ended my testimony. Are there appropriate times to give license and legitimacy to certain people with weapons and power, such as police or military personnel, to use those on other people? Or should we always oppose that kind of license to harm? I'm Larry Danzinger, ready for a different system of public safety other than police.